how books are translated, like the yes. titles of books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's always – sometimes that can be pretty funny. And sometimes it's actually really cool to, yeah. to hear what they're translated as. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too that it's like, well, how come it's just – some of them aren't even like a remotely direct translation either. Mm-hmm. Like um, uh, what's an example? Like, well, The Hating Game was called something like completely different in – I don't remember. She posted like something that said like, oh, here it is translated or whatever. But the translation of it was like, like workplace enemies or something like something like that. Like, I I don't think that was it. But it was like something where it's like, like how did you like, how did you get that though? Like, so (laughs) it's like, it's like the, it's basically the plot. (laughs) Yeah. Like like instead of of the funny title. title, Yeah. yeah, I can understand if it needed to be roughly translated like a game of hate or whatever like right. you know what i mean but it was just like okay or how um sia bias ashk is that translates to black and white love mm-hmm. but in other countries it's called price of passion like it translates to price of passion which what is like, those are those mean that's com- completely different it is and the yeah so it's just what? funny how they decide like to that's retitle so weird things well even even our kenji kush is daydreamer in some daydreamer Mm -hmm. yeah it's not early bird right which it's like i see i feel like those correlate a little better they they i could see that they don't like they do because we know the show that's true because she is a daydreamer but yeah the actual early bird right Uh why not just call it early bird yeah i I mean that's the name of the show i wonder if bird okay well like that would be a cute yes okay so i wonder if any turkish people or anyone who knows is early bird like a cute catchphrase that kind of roughly translates into for someone a who's a daydreamer versus Maybe like for us is. here it's like it means you get up early yeah or with... like you're you're very productive right like the whole early bird catches so, yeah maybe it's maybe it's more of a uh like an idiom sort of a thing yes yeah anyways interesting yeah so all right well yeah. we're back hi guys we're here <laughs> for volume 17 yes which it's funny because ashley texted me yesterday and was like oh my gosh i forgot like everything that happened in this episode yeah and i had already finished so. it was mostly the ending that i hadn't realized i hadn't connected see now i that this was the one i realized this was the ending i did remember the ending for this one it was probably halfway through when i understood and there I was like okay crap. There were a couple of other things that I was like, oh, yeah, this happens in this episode. But okay. the end, I knew. I knew what was coming. I just didn't quite remember everything that led up to it. Right. So when you texted me that, it's funny because you're like, oh, I forgot what happens here. And I'm like, yeah. I was thinking what's funny is compared to the fact that we just did 16 last week. Right. And the Hot Mess Express episode that was, the, uh, was 49 live this week, I felt like, oh, this wasn't as bad. This just wasn't that bad, except for the beginning and the end. Like, right. the, all the middle stuff wasn't, like, awful. Right. Anyhow. So, but this I mean, is our... See, I – and maybe I'm getting into it too early. Okay. But I, I sort of agree because it wasn't that bad. But it was also – I had the sense of foreboding uh-huh. because you know what's coming. I remember even when we were watching it live uh-huh. because you know – that she doesn't you know it's a total misunderstanding right so yeah. it's you already all know that. leading up doesn't. to exactly mm-hmm. and you're seeing these happy moments and it's like but it this isn't really happy yeah no i yeah you're right you're totally right so 
I think what it is about this episode, it's not filled with awful moments the way 16 is just one big awful right. moment. But the right. awful moments that it does have right. are really heart-wrenching really because, awful. yeah. Yeah. So you don't need as many of them. Whereas yes. 16 is just like one big awful moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's two and a half hours of depression. I know. So. Okay. Housekeeping. Yes. Um, Our question of the week last week because of it coinciding with us all finding out that correct the show is ending we asked you guys what loose ends you would like to see tied up and obviously there's a given with we want the john m happiness whether that's a wedding or you know future seeing them with their family Mm -hmm. blah 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 that's a given so what other things would you guys like to see tied up and uh amy wrote us on twitter and said i want to know all about jj's homeland Mm -hmm. which i think is i think that's a pretty given throughout the whole fandom like because that's just been a running uh theme right. throughout the show uh someone else sonia on twitter wrote the pills the knots the amber necklace or the oh maybe the amber necklace maybe it's just a type oh yeah yeah that makes sense uh the amber necklace the scrapbook yeah, whatever happened to the amber necklace yeah the scrapbook, the perfect man-woman lists. Oh, yeah. We never got to actually see their lists. We right. only saw the misunderstood ones. The John saved the Bacall from uh, Jekyll long time ago. Yes, I do agree with that. The movie theater encounter. Yeet, Huma, Emre. She's like a bunch of stuff, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stephanie wrote, just wrote, and I know, I know a few of our uh, friends will completely agree with this. Stephanie wrote, I want Liam to suffer. That's all I want, really. Other than a John M. H.E.A. <laughs> um, Rhonda told us, my dearest hope is that our beautiful love story will end in the most perfect way, which I agree. She said, with that being said, I want Yeet, Huma, and Liam's downfall, but I believe in karma, so I'll stay positive. If they would just give us JJ's village, Sun M's bottles, and John's knots, I'll be satisfied. Hmm. And then uh, Mabs, our very first listener ever wrote i think everyone pretty much said it but so i want everything that's been listed also sonem's picture since volume three that john has treasured the most yep the one he didn't end up burning last week yes um she says she hasn't found that out yet and i want to know if the letter he shredded in 16 ever got read or was there in the book he should know what she wrote i actually assume that that part's in the book like okay even though he shredded it she's got a photographic memory so my guess is in the book the letters rewritten that's very smart yeah it mm-hmm. would be smart let's see oh someone wrote who was uh susan wrote who was the thief in the Iden's house that resulted in the interruption to the most perfect evening ever because mm. <laughs> yeah we we never found that we out we did never find that out i actually <gasps> replied right. on twitter and wrote that's the million dollar question and then the sunflower irony um wrote to us on instagram uh, just about volume 16 i just liked what she said she said so i just finished listening to the episode and i must say though it was painful i loved how you all were wallowing in the pain and didn't hold back while trying to get through it said not to sound sadistic but it did make me laugh a bit and remind myself of how much it hurt me too hey i totally get that yeah as for tying loose ends i want to wish for so much but i feel like that's pointless so i'm just going to settle with wanting john to gain his memory back because you know we're not going to accept the vow plot line amen have you ever seen that movie the vow is based on a true story i actually read the book a long time ago okay it's a true story so it's actually sad but this woman was in a car accident and lost her memory did not remember her husband her kids none of that but she 
never gained it back. She just kind of had to learn to like re-fall in love with him oh. and like kind of re-get to know her kids and her family. And they're still married like to this oh day. Gosh. And she still doesn't have unless – I mean this was as of like three or four years ago, but – the accident was a long time ago, so oh I'm assuming gosh. it's still applicable. So people are worried. There's a few people that had said they were worried they're going to pull the vow on us. Yeah. And like, he'll just re-fall in love with her but not remember anything. And oh my gosh. I would hate that. So. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow. So, yes, I agree with you. Sunflower irony. Um, What else did she write? Sorry, I lost my spot. Settle. So we don't want the vow plot line. And a John M. wedding, a flash forward with them and their kids. Because I've heard how Turk Dizis can end in very absurd ways. So I have much less hope given how Aziz left. And yeah, so I mm. agree. I'm so behind. I, I realized. Ashley's behind you guys. She hasn't watched several live episodes. Well, yeah. Or the subversions. Since 47. And I realized because I started 46 the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never watched this with subs. And so oh. I'm that far behind where I have to Dang. watch. 46, 47, 48, and 49. Yeah. Before I, Tuesday. I <laughs> Yes, you do. So I – we've said this before, but I honestly don't remember the last full, full episode I've watched with subs. Um, and I might skip through certain stuff, but we'll yeah. see. I, I don't know that I'll be able to because yeah. I haven't seen the actual, any of the last yeah. three. Right. 46, I – Saw live at least. So at least can... But I think I only saw part of it because didn't well, I come over and I left early because yeah. I had to get a haircut? Yeah. So yeah. it's been a while. So Ashley's weekend is booked. <laughs> For real. For real. Because, yeah. I said, you need to be caught up before Tuesday. It's the second to last episode. Well, the good thing is that Eric is leaving. Uh, that's not good. But <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The convenient thing is. That Sunday Sunday afternoon he has a work thing until okay. Tuesday. Oh, so you won't so, have to feel bad about yeah. So yeah. I can vegetate, vegetate, uh-huh. and watch Trick Dizzy by myself with my dog. Love it. <laughs> He's like, "What are you gonna do while I'm gone? Is it the second I leave? It's party time." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah. party time for me. Party time with John and Son M." <laughs> um, I think your name is Christina. I think I had looked up your name, but. Because the handle's like Muna RCSM. Anyhow, she wrote, uh, currently listening on Spotify, wanting JJ and Ihan's love story to finally come true. Me too. Yeah. Remember how they were tagged as soulmates with the wedding gown and everything? Yes. I want Ihan to come back because her friendship with Sun M made me appreciate the show aside from the romance, which I do agree. I also want Duren's own happy ending too. Ugh, us too, girl. Seriously. She deserves someone who loves her more than her hilarious outbursts and coffee drinking habits. Mm-hmm. And if Ihan could not possibly return, this is interesting. She says she ships Duren and JJ. Mm. <laughs> Ashley doesn't agree with you. <laughs> but hey, that's okay. Um, and let's see. Support John's funny memory loss flip in a previous episode where he blurted out the pop. Oh, because she's in support of because John had asked, like, oh, is there something going on with JJ and Duran? Because his memory's gone. Oh. So he's made a comment about, like, are those two? Like, okay. and people were like, no. So she's just saying she okay. would actually support that line. Okay. And yeah. And then Gigi. What, what they should do uh-huh. since they took Balut away. 
they should bring Metin back and then Metin and Duran because yeah. that was the very, very original, original ship. I because totally Metin, agree. remember, it was like episode yep. two or three, and he's like, and hi, you, hi, Duran, and uh-huh, he's looking and he's at like, her with hearts in his eyes. I can't ever get her to pay attention to me. I, and even if not. In an ideal world, yeah. to me, that's what would happen. Yes. And here's the thing. They can still make that happen. They can. He doesn't have to come back. If they can't get, if they cannot get right. Tuan to come back. They can say. They can at least say. Oh, she can say, oh, I ran into Metin. Yes. And we went on a date. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would love that. Love that. Um, so, and then Giselle said about 16 that she actually loved the episode she was happy to, that everything was out in the open and john and demet were glorious in acting out their heartbreak which yes totally agree this was yes. here's the thing we didn't actually really say this much last week it is a really beautifully done episode it is they did a great job right and the fact that we're so angst. gut-wrenched over it says right. that they did a great job so right. yeah we're definitely not like this is an awful episode as in like we hated it or right. like it was just terrible it's terrible because it like breaks our hearts, not right. because it's actually a poorly done episode. Exactly. And yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Oh, and then I did want to include because our friend Moran, she wrote on Instagram and explained the cat masks to us. Yes. Which that's what I texted you yesterday. And I was yes. like, oh, I should have waited to just tell her till we were oh, recording, okay. but that's all right. So we mentioned that cat masks everywhere in the office and Moran told us, by the way, about the cat masks, short version, their awards. Long version, the agency scenes are filmed in a real ad agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ad agency is called TBWA. It's a worldwide group that she sometimes works with the branch there in her country. And since it's a big agency with tons of clients and big budgets, they get a lot of awards. That specific one is called the Felice Award. You can see loads of awards spread around the office like the Kermise Award. Uh, and she says, watch the shelf in episode one when Sun M thinks John is walking slow. You'll see a bunch more um, hmm. of those. So, yeah, those cat masks are actually awards, guys. Some of you probably already knew that. But thank you, Moran, for telling us. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, there was – gosh, there was something else. But I just wrote – I wrote a really vague thing. So there was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember it now. So. Okay. Oh, well. But at least we covered questions and yes. listener comments and all that. Oh, and – before we before we get into it, mm-hmm. there was because I was gonna tell you something, but I told you I wanted oh, to uh-huh. wait. So, um, Saku on mm-hmm. Instagram, she posted wallpapers recently. Yes, and Kristen told me about them, and so I went, I ran over and snagged one. Yeah, I have one too, and so I have it on my phone now as uh-huh. my my phone wallpaper. <laughs> and, and Eric saw it last night. Oh no! And he goes, "Well, it's so funny because he is so past making fun of me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even care now. He just right. embraces the madness. Yeah, and for um, the most part, so does Jason. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he saw my phone, and he goes, "Aw, look how cute! Look at your phone. Is that John and Jane?" <laughs> John and Jane. He's all, that's her name, right? Jane? Like, yep, absolutely. That is her name. That's funny. Aww. So I just thought he's he's just ridiculous, yeah. but I thought that was really funny. Because I know he did it on purpose. Right. I was like, this should not be as funny as I think it uh-huh. is. But, but for it some is. reason, I was dying. 
That is so, funny. Yeah, my weirdo husband. I love it. Yeah, as soon as you posted <laughs> those, I like saved them all and then I made one of them my, uh-huh. my phone. Which one do you have paper. right now? I have, I did it because of where my icons are. So I have the one where they're on the boat and she's wearing like that Minnie Mouse bow. Oh, yeah. The one you have on right now is the one I wanted, mm-hmm. but it just didn't fully fit with my stuff so i was like well i can change it later but where my icons are now this one didn't make any part of the picture really covered up okay so where he yeah i love it but yeah i call that red and white polka dot thing her mini mouse bow because she kind of reminds me of because she's like wearing all black too yes she kind of reminds me of mini mouse from that scene it's from a couple episodes ago yeah okay so, all right shall we dive in let's dive in so volume 17 our hashtag this week was oile sevdim ki Gosh, I feel like I butcher the Turkish language every week when I do this. And, you know, I have like a crazy streak on Duolingo, but I feel like it doesn't help me that much. <laughs> Anyways, it roughly translates to I loved it or that. I'm not sure. I loved it or that so much. Hmm. So, okay. Um, I'm not sure what it's referring to, if it's referring to her scent, because it definitely, all the translations I looked up, none of it says you. Because I thought maybe I loved you so much. Right. Made sense. Uh, so, yeah. If I'm wrong, somebody correct me. So here's our summary. A surprise is waiting for Sun M on her birthday. She's taken the Emre Eileen partnership documents, but is giving Emre the chance to come clean to John before she does. Naturally, he's got a different plan, and Sun M will be in yet another difficult position with John because of it. Eileen finds out that it's Sun M's birthday and uses that to her advantage. Sun M's birthday surprise may not be a good one. Spoiler Stupid alert, Eileen. it's not. It's pretty much the worst. It's, yeah. Yeah. It really is. Oh, I realized last week that we, we started this podcast just highlighting certain moments and we basically uh-huh. reverted into just going over the entire uh-huh. episode. I know because our first like episodes were like half an hour, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We've thrown all of that to the wind and we just recap the entire episode And now. then just talk about our feelings. Yep. Yep. We basically do what Miriam does with the videos. Uh-huh. But we just talk about it. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I realize like our episodes now are like an hour, hour and a half, and that's like her summary. Uh-huh. So, like we're basically doing what Miriam does for us on YouTube. But as a podcast. As a podcast. Yeah. Yep. But <laughs> you guys don't no seem regrets. to mind it. So yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we start with the awfulness. Well, actually, just kidding. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um but obviously, uh, John is not thrilled right. or He's happy about the situation. Realizing exactly why Fabri is helping Fikri mm-hmm. Harika and it has to do and everything the implications to do with of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this the first like 10 minutes mm-hmm. oh, I was not happy. Yeah. Because first of all, that opening scene, did you catch Emre's stupid smug I face? I literally wrote Emre's smug face. <laughs> That yeah, uh-huh. I put I hate Emre's smug face uh-huh. because he's just kind of smiling mm-hmm. and looking too happy oh, about yeah. the situation well, because he can tell that John's hackles are up. Right, that it's bothering John. Yep, the company is still being saved, so his right. stupid bribe didn't completely tear it down because you know we have our eleventh hour right savior. But the other part of me is like, okay, but part of me too is like, why are you so smug? Because Again, you keep saying you want to like fix your relationship with your brother. You I didn't know. mean for it to go this far. He you doesn't make any to sense. Hate you, yeah, he makes zero sense. Yeah. Anyhow, so then John is stewing yes. after that whole situation. Yep. Yeah, I said I. John looks pissed. I said, which I do and don't get mm-hmm. because 
again, you made it very clear to her that she's not the Sun M you thought she was. You don't know her. You can't love her. Yep. You want nothing to do with her. His exact quote was, nothing about you interests me anymore. Yep. So again. So if that's true, uh-huh, then, then why calm are you so yourself. bothered? Yeah, uh-huh. Why are you so bothered by the fact that her perfume is going to be a worldwide thing and not just something between you anymore? Yep. So exactly. It, which I know is just our way of being shown that he's hurt, but he absolutely still cares still about her. Cares about yeah, her. totally. Yeah. Because how many times in real life do we actually feel and do the same thing? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <clears throat> it's true. So yeah, he, what, he heads up, hits back, bleh, sorry guys, geez, <laughs> tripping over my words. He sits in his office playing, I wrote, he sits in his office playing with his stones, which <laughs> sounds really terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that. <laughs> I mean his moonstones. And he's like, you know, flashing back to the original party right. that Fabri threw and right. you know, all that. Obviously realizing Fabri has more than just an interest in her perfume. Yes. But John's also not doing anything about it. Yep. He just kind of chooses to continue to be a jerk about it and mm-hmm. use his defense mechanisms, which again, I get, right. but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, then Sanem comes in. Oh, I hate this conversation. Which is, I know. Which is why I said I the beginning and the end are the worst. The yes. middle is just kind of everything leading up to it but at least the whole episode isn't awful yes so i have screenshots of this go ahead because i don't think i i don't think i took them so she comes in and she's trying to explain Mm -hmm. and she's like john bay i know that you're mad at me but and he stands up and he he claps back at her and he says, how dare you talk in my name, do these things behind my back? She's like, I didn't talk for you. I was trying to save the company. Yeah. He says, who asked you to save the company? T- to speak for me, to act for me? Who asked oh. you to do that? And she says, well, I've been trying to tell you, but you don't even listen to me for a second. Which is true. Which one thing I do appreciate about this whole conversation is that Sanem continues to stand up for herself. Yes. I feel like last episode, it was all about groveling and just trying to make things right and do what she you know do what she can to try to make up for the horrible situation which you know i don't think was wrong no not at all but now that it's like okay this is how it's gonna be you're not gonna even hear me out when i've already told you i'm not looking for your forgiveness i don't expect it i just want you to know everything yes and you can't even hear that right i like that it's more like okay well then i'm gonna stand i'm gonna stand up too right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah like you're you won't even let me talk to you but you're irrationally angry well maybe not irrationally but you're angry with me for doing this quote behind your back but but you wouldn't even look at me you wouldn't listen to me nothing yeah so he says uh when no one no one wanted to buy our shares you went to fabri and convinced him she says yes he says he says i suppose it wasn't that hard for you oh that i know and it gets worse Sanem says john bay do you hear what just came out of your mouth Mm -hmm. you might be angry with me but you don't have to hurt me yes Sanem. i'm trying to tell you everything but you won't even look me in the eye he says everything you're too late for everything Sanem." And she says, this is, no, he says, this is everything you wanted to tell, huh? Oh, and that's when he picks up the letter, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, yes. Oh, gosh. He says, this is the worth of those things you didn't tell me. And he rips it up it. in front of her face. Which, honestly, I'm trying to think. If that were me in that situation. And oh, my gosh. I literally poured my heart and soul into 
something. Yeah. And not just poured my heart and soul into it, but did it so that I could explain to this person I love who I know hates me. Uh-huh. Would maybe at least understand the whole situation. Yeah. And then does that. I would like to think I'd be able to like keep that stiff upper lip and just storm out. Uh-huh. But I honestly think I'd probably burst into tears. Yeah. Because it's. Uh, I would either burst into tears or I would flip out. Yeah. And be like, fine, forget it. Forget yeah. you. Forget everything. Yeah. I'm so done. Yeah. I feel like I would react one way or the other. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And he says, your actions tell me about everything already. What did you offer to Fabri? See, yeah. Mm. Here's the thing. Okay. How did you convince him? Mm. You'll give him your smell or are you going to create a new perfume? And she says, none of your business. Which, good for her. Yes, I know. Good for her. She says, I can give my own scent or a new perfume. I'll do as I like. Yep. And he says, none of my business, you say? And then he calls for Duran. So I just – and it even continues to be worse because, okay, so Duran comes in and he tells Duran to call Fabri and tell her that – tell him that the contract is off. Right. Because he's just being mad, angry yeah, and I irrational. actually appreciate Duran in this yes. scene. Yes. Because she's like, we're going to collapse. The company will change. Right. We can't do it. Like um, there's nobody else. Literally, we were about to declare our bankruptcy – online and then he walked in and explained that he was going to buy those shares yes so everybody's freaking out because they all think that it's going to be off with fabri oh maybe it was later i that was, was later. right here <clears throat> that was later but duren does basically explain all of that you're right and he basically is like like well son m acted without thinking blah blah, blah. duren's like son m always acts without thinking why are you just having a problem with this now like this is always how son m is and I basically, she well some, see. I guess I didn't screenshot it. I didn't either because both within the span of like ten minutes, both John and Duren imply that Sanem offered Fabri more than a perfume. Well, Duren, I think, didn't really imply it as much as she was asking Sanem to make sure he wasn't asking anything else of her. Like, oh. is this some shady business deal that's going to come back to bite us? See, in the I butt? didn't take it that way. I took it as like. Did he, because she says, did he ask you for anything else? She doesn't say, did you offer, John is like, well, what did you offer him? Yeah. Duren's like, did he ask you for anything else other than your scent? Okay. And when Sonam's like, no. Maybe she's thinking like, you're, you're just a naive girl. Right. You might not understand. Right. If he's asking you for things. Right. And yeah. when she says, no, that's when Duren looks at John and is like, then what's the problem? She can give him whatever she wants. Right. And, um. And she goes, especially if she's trying to help the company. And then she kind of gets a little thoughtful and looks at John and she says, John, maybe are you acting out of emotions right mm -hmm. now? Because you also thought Fabry was hitting on Sun M at his party. Yep. And, you know, grabbed her hand, stormed out of there. Yes. So, you know, Duren's right because it is purely emotion that John's not wanting to take this guy's help. Right. And at the cost of his employees not having jobs. Yeah. So – you know i i don't well, like every that. yeah and she she brings um aziz into it mm -hmm. and she says what about you like think about your father yeah. all this stuff yeah yeah i just hate so much that he insults her by implying right i <sighs> understand him being angry and spouting off like angry things i even i don't agree with it but i can even understand him just wanting to rip that letter up like i don't want to hear anything else you have to say totally 
But to imply, basically, like, try to slut shame her. Yeah. Like. Yep. Oh, so what'd you offer? Like, okay, regardless of the things that she lied to you about, when was she ever throwing herself at you? When was she ever doing anything like that that would make you think to she anyone. would go and do that to Fabri? Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, that was just well, like, you were it, looking to hurt her. Yes. It was a low blow. Mm-hmm. He was trying to, he was trying to hurt her. Yeah. And I'm glad that she responded and, and basically called it said, out for that. look you can uh-huh. be mad at me but you don't need to hurt me yeah. basically like don't be a jerk mm-hmm. okay i know that you're upset and she's i think she's totally totally um justified justified yeah. thank you i agree in doing that so after duren says that to john he basically goes okay you're right duren but still has to get his jab in and yeah. says i mean after all sonam is still profiting from this as well basically like because now your perfume's going to be worldwide and you're going to be well known for it and make all this money. And it's like, she doesn't even care about that. The only reason she even agreed to do the perfume thing was because it meant Fabri would save the company. Yeah. She did. If it had just been a, like, I, she's not being selfish no, in this situation. The original offer was just, hey, here's a job offer. I'll make you rich. Come. If she wanted to do that, yeah, she would have left the agency, right. said, peace out, screw all of you. Right. I'm going to go make my perfume and become famous which, and make loads of money. Right. Which was his original offer that yep. she declined yep and then he came back with okay i'll save the company if you'll help me with this and that's the only reason she agreed yep and even then she was like well yeah i don't want to completely agree to giving you this perfume let's like talk about it you yeah know, maybe i'll make you another one so well, even- and she didn't want to leave the agency mm-hmm. so she's the only reason that the agency is yeah. still in business yep so uh, then what happens? We have more mafia madness in the Mahale because now they're now stupid Muzo has involved Ihan yeah. and Osman, and they're freaking out because they're like moving the guy now. He's like rolled up in a rug, passed <laughs> out, and they're like moving him, and so ridiculous. just ridiculous. And then, excuse me. <clears throat> and then John fires Emre. John fires Emre because okay. So I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly because. In 16, he could not fire Emre because Emre has shares in the company. Right. So John tells him you ha- no longer have shares. Right. Did, are, that's because Fabri purchased those shares, yes. right? Because they sold 20% because each okay. John and Emre had 10% shares. Okay. But they sold their 10% shares. Okay. So that whoever bought the 20%, those finances could get poured back into the company to okay. save it. I just wanted to make sure I right. was understanding that correctly. Yeah. Well, in the first time I watched this episode, I remember thinking, well, if Emery has no shares and no control, then how do you have control to fire him? But it's because he has, he's in control of Aziza's shares right now. John is. Okay. So that's kind of like, okay, I get what you're saying, but at the same time. But how do you have more sway over How do you have more sway? Because you sold your shares too. Yeah. But it's because he has control of his dad's shares because his dad's gone. That makes sense. So, which then made sense actually for, I don't think it's next episode. I think it's 19. Okay. When Emre calls his mom and is like can i have control of your shares now i get why he did that right oh because then you have the same control as john because they both hold 40 Mm percent shares anyhow that makes sense yeah so it it put it clicked a couple things into place for me right so yeah he's trying to smooth things over john fires him of course layla overhears and is team emory i am so yeah i'm done with her this entire episode (laughs) i put layla layla feeling bad for dummy emory again yep and then he realizes the file is gone. Yep. And I screenshotted this because it made me so 
I was just so irritated because what does she say? She's looking all sad for Emre mm-hmm. and she says, she says, you're a strong person. You got over a lot of things. You'll also get over this. But arf. And then she says, look, I also reacted to this bribery situation really bad. No, you didn't. But then I realized you meant good and you had to do it. This Are you an idiot, yes. Layla? Yes, she is. Have you lost your freaking mind? She absolutely has. I, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the attraction must have boiled her brains or something. Seriously. Because seriously mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I i couldn't oh my gosh and of course he's gives her a hug and he's like thank you you're, you're so pure yeah and good oh, and so stupid i hate it i hate it i, I hate, hate it yep it so yep. much mm-hmm. but so, then he realizes he's screwed because mm-hmm. the documents are gone yep <laughs> which and is great i love that yep like yep it's just an empty red folder mm-hmm Oh, let's see what happens next. Um, oh, Fabri kind of calls for his driver once he's leaving the agency. Oh, and he can't find can't him. Can't find him. Yeah. So he just calls a cab. And then we kind of covered the Layla Emery stuff. Because this these two scenes fla- flash back and forth. Right. So then he calls Sanem. I think because Fabri gets a call. Or no, Fabri's calling his driver. His and phone's And they ringing. finally answer. So they finally answer. Yeah. And Muzo and says, Muzo, I have your driver. Yeah, it's basically like, you I have to your bring driver. bring Sanem safely and then I'll release him to you. Right. So Fabri's like, what the heck? So he calls Sanem and is like, does any of this sound like something you would be aware of? Right. And she's like, what? Who would? And then it like clicks. It dawns on her. And she's yeah. Like, Zibberjet. Like, and she's, <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We'll be right there. And then everybody gets involved because Duran is right there. Duran's right and there. Then John, John drives up. And drives up. So they all wind up piling in. And Duran is like, can you please help? Sanem is being crazy again. And, and I'm afraid we're going to lose this <laughs> exactly. contract. Yeah. Yeah. So they all pile into John's truck and uh-huh. head to the Mahale. Yes. Because he sent – that Muzo had, like, sent the location of the building they were yes. in or something? Okay. Yes. And Fabri obviously knows where she lives. And right. he's like, this is by your neighborhood. Right. That's what, how he That's thinks right. he that she her. must understand some sort of connection. Right. That's um, right. And so, then while they're driving – I didn't take screenshots, but I just kind of yes. summarize what's said because yeah. it kind of winds up – I didn't think it was anything important, but then I'm like, oh, no, John's kind of a jerk, so. He is a jerk. Because Fabri's like, oh, so Sanem, you get men obsessed with you, huh? Because uh-huh. obviously, like, Muzo is doing this for her. He, Fabri's still under the impression that she and John had been engaged at one point. Yes. You know, and she says, oh, yeah, they obsess about me so much that they start to hate me and not even look at my face. One of my many talents. Yes. And Fabri says, well, obsession is good. It makes a man stronger and greater. Hopefully, customers will be obsessed with your perfume. Uh-huh. And then John pipes in and says, but who knows if they'll be obsessed with lies or the truth. And I'm like, I don't like jerk John. I know. I like, here. yeah, there's certain jerk Johns that I like. This jerk John? No. Nothing. He's like hurtful jerk mm-hmm. John. Like, yeah. Like, not just being a jerk or being, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this one's rough. I'm like, gosh, you're just trying to, like... This is more than just you're hurt and reacting. Now you're just trying to hurt her. He's being vindictive. Yes. Vindictive yeah. John. That's what we should say. We don't like vindictive John. <sighs> so then they arrive at the building, save the poor driver. Yeah. And kind of get that all worked out. Right. And everyone kind of piles back out of the building and it winds up just being John and Sonim in there for a minute. Yeah. And this is probably the only really charged moment of the entire episode. Yeah. I wrote can't breathe, but also anger. Yes. <laughs> because... You know, oh, I think this one, I actually, this is where I 
started taking screenshots. He's like yeah. calling Sun M because she's starting to walk out of the building like, oh, it's just me and you in here. So she starts to leave. Yeah. He calls her name a couple times and he says he kind of grabs her, mm-hmm. turns her to face him and says, I'm asking you only one question. And he like gets like two inches from her face mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And he says, did you give this scent to Fabry, your own scent? And then I love it because she uses this as leverage. And she says, okay, I want to tell you something else first. Yep. Will you listen? So basically I'll answer your question if if you you listen listen to 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 what I I have to say. Yeah. And then like he thinks he's – I don't know what he's thinking here. I don't know. No, I won't. Just answer my question. And she goes – then you'll not get my answer. And I'm like, yes, girl. Yep. And then she just walks out. Yep. And I'm like, And yes. then he leaves in a hissy fit. Yep. He's he all abandons mad. all of them in his truck. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the thing. Not only does he storm out in a hissy fit, he gets in his truck and takes off. Go and leaves. cry about it, John Bay. Uh-huh. <laughs> he leaves Duren and Sanem and uh. Fabri and his driver just there. And, I'm and they're like, like, was that John? Did he just leave? And Duren's like, oh, yeah, there was an emergency with a client. Like, you know, she kind of smooths it over. Yeah. But, yeah. And I love that Fabri goes to Sun M and is like, okay, I told him all these things. Like, he's that Muzo's going to spend 40 yes. years in jail and all that. And Sun M's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, yeah, let's let him stew about it. And Fabri's like, don't worry. I won't do any of those things. Which part of me is like, okay, Fabri, that's very nice of you because holy crap. Like, I know. This- so I'm... <laughs> At the end of that, I put <laughs> I put LOL Fabri on kidnapping. Well, that's life. Nothing yeah. we can do yeah. about it. <laughs> like it's like, a perfectly normal occurrence uh-huh. for somebody to just get kidnapped <laughs> and held for ransom. Like, like well, oh. that's life. <laughs> it's not like he stubbed his toe. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, man, he's being super understanding yeah. about this considering like the poor no guy was like deal. drugged kind of beat up rolled up into a rug tied into a building <laughs> like as his driver i'd be like thanks for valuing my life <laughs> well his driver was, was gonna still go after muzo yeah. he wanted to get his own revenge oh, i love it yeah so, that was really funny then we pan over <sighs> with son M is with um Ihan and Osman. Yes. She's showing them the contract. Like, yeah. you know, basically like, look at what this is. Like, I'm seeing what I'm seeing, right? Yeah. And she's determined for John to know about it. Mm-hmm. And again, not because she's trying to like get in his good graces, but right. he deserves to know what his yeah. brother's been doing. Yeah. And I love Osman because he's still trying to be optimistic. And he's like, well, maybe once he sees this and realizes like it's his brother behind all of this and his he'll brother is the you. one who's heartbreaking him, I bet he'll forgive you. Yeah. And sometimes just like... I don't even expect his forgiveness. He's not going to forgive me if only you knew. But I yeah. just want to see that he isn't being harmed anymore. Exactly. And so it's like, again, just where both Sanem and Osman are concerned. Like, he's concerned for Sanem. And it's right. like he wants to see Sanem be forgiven by John. But Sanem's just like, I just want to see John not be harmed anymore. Yeah. Even after all the terrible things he's said and done to her in I this know. episode. I Because know. she loves him. Yeah. So she winds up serving Emery an ultimatum. Basically calls him and is like, you've got till 9 o'clock tonight, and then I'm telling John about it. Don't even bother looking for your contract. I have it. Which I still – she – I don't think she should have done that. I don't think she should have told him that she has the papers. I think they're – and and I don't know. Maybe it's just because she's not a plotter like Mm -hmm. Emre and Eileen. Right. So she's not going to assume that they're going to just come right back with their own plot. Right. Maybe it's just her naivete right. that is happening in the situation. But yeah. I remember 
Yeah, just when she calls, it's like, why are you telling well, him that you have it? And when I'm watching the episode, even before she calls and gives him this ultimatum, when she's sitting there with um, Osman and Ihan, the first mm-hmm. time I watched this, and Osman's like, hey, put that in a safe place. Yeah. I'm sitting here like, take pictures of it, make copies, yep. don't just have the original. So yep. it was like, that was just a time, because I feel like whether you're a plotter or not, whether you're someone who's schemy or not. Right. It would occur to you to make sure you have multiple copies of this just in case. Yeah. Hopefully it would. Yeah. Right. So it's like that was a – I don't – it's not really a plot hole, but just kind of like it seems like it would be more obvious. Right. That even if it didn't occur to Sanem, somebody would have been like, uh, make copies of that, take pictures of that. Yeah. And nobody Or did. I'll keep it for you. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like not in her house, right. but in and obviously, Osman and Ihan's house where right. nobody would think to look. Obviously, there's a plot they're trying to make happen right. with it. So there's, you know, there's a reason there's no copies made. But right. it just feels but like But if we had stolen documents, we would be smarter about Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so she serves him the ultimatum. Yeah. Emery then. And it's sad because she says, I have nothing to lose. Yeah, because he, again, tries he's to, trying like, to threaten, threaten her. her. And I'm like, dude, again, you have nothing left to threaten her yeah. with. So she's – and which she basically tells him. Mm-hmm. And that's when Eileen comes up with the plan to basically use Layla to their advantage because she knows that Layla has googly eyes for Emery. Gosh, she's so evil. I know. So Emery winds and up Layla's using so Layla. so stupid. So stupid. Gosh. And then – Yeah, so more plotting. More plotting. And then I said finally a bright spot. Shirtless, Shirtless John, John. Day. <laughs> Because obviously you put on your necklaces before you put on your shirt, Kristen. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. I do that every day of my life. Uh-huh. I stand around without a shirt and just put uh-huh. figure out what all necklace, my jewelry and what stuff necklaces I want to wear. <laughs> but then he picks up that shirt sign more in episode fourteen. I thought he was gonna sniff it. He did. He, no, he didn't. Yes, he does. I was waiting for him to sniff Actually, it, and he never does. Well, then you blinked for what? too long. <laughs> what? He How sniffs did I miss it. The sniff. He absolutely sniffs it. I swear it. he didn't. I was like on the edge of my seat yeah. waiting for him to sniff he sniffs it Ugh. and then it i missed the and then sniff. it flashes back to her in the kitchen when she's wearing it gosh dang it from episode 14 maybe okay so and then he puts it back so down. he sniffed before i was waiting for the sniff after the flashback so i must yeah. have missed it so he sniffs maybe it. i was writing my notes yeah he sniffs it and then gosh, it flashes it. it flashes back to 14 and then he doesn't put it on and i assume it's because it will get rid of her scent right so he, he puts it down and puts the other shirt on so i'm mad yeah i have to go back and watch the sniff you will May- well maybe you can put the little clip of the sniff there we with go the instagram photos this week because <laughs> it's only like a 10 second thing yeah so then let's see Oh, and then while this is happening, Sunem's also having her own sad flashbacks yes. to memories between them. Yeah. Then I love, I wrote, don't do it, Layla. So this must be when Emery's called her and they've met. Yeah. And I love it because Osman sees them. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Like, but his hurt eyes. He is hurt. Well, he looks so upset. He does because I don't even think it's for him. I think it's for Sanem. Yeah. Because he has to have some type of idea of what's going on. He knows that Emery's bad. So just the fact well, that Layla's meeting with him secretly. And think about it. He's been in love with Layla forever. Right. And he knows what kind of a guy Emery is. Right. And, she, and he sees basically that she's continuing to choose him. Yeah. Like – that's gotta be upsetting right. to him even though he's made it clear he's moving on like it right. still has to suck to be like okay you don't love me but just the fact that you love this kind of character yeah, yeah. is like yeah i kind of salt in the wound yeah exactly 
So, yeah. But I do love that Osman sees it because I'm like, oh, man, because he's going to put two and two together later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, let's see. Eileen sends – oh, I love this because I forgot, too, that it was Eileen who plotted to make the whole Duran showing up at John's house thing happen. Yeah. I just thought Duran was being Duran. Like, John's upset. I'm going to show up. But she's like – Eileen basically tricks her into it like well I'm gonna I can tell John's upset I'm gonna go bring him dinner and blah and Duren's like don't bother I'm already on my way over because she hates Eileen and is like I don't want you anywhere near John yeah so Duren shows up to John's because I and I was at first I was thinking okay what was the point of that but it's because she knows that Sanem's gonna show up at nine o'clock right. to tell him everything right so then I'm like oh, okay now I understand what your whole point to this was yeah. so that she would show up while Duren and misunderstand is there with yeah. John yeah so, knowing Sanem will be over there later with the contract that Layla already stole, which that's why I wrote Don't Do It, Layla, because that was when she was creeping around Sanem's room. Yeah. And then finally sees it and still takes it. And then it flashes back to when she and Emery were at the restaurant and he's explaining everything to her. Yeah. I And it just makes me so mad because I'm like, you know mm-hmm. that this is the one thing. That your sister will be able to show John to explain why she even, how she got caught up in this whole mess to begin with. And you freaking chose Emery. Yeah. It, their whole relationship really bothers me because it feels to me like an abusive relationship. Well, yeah. He is doing to Layla basically what Eileen is doing to him. Yeah. Because he's just manipulating, manipulating her, making her feel guilty about not helping him or and doing certain things she's when all he is he the has. one. Uh-huh. And building, you know, giving her the illusion of trust. Right. That he trusts. I mean, right. Maybe it's not even an illusion, but, you know, that he right. trusts her. Right. Where... But he's just using her mm-hmm. for his own devices. Mm-hmm. There is a fly in here. I know. Here. It, keep, oh my gosh. it keeps going it's between you and me, me and it's driving me nuts. Yeah. So, yeah, in my notes I put, Bunay Layla. <laughs> and manipulation over and over again from Emre. He uh-huh. says, he tells her, believe me, I'm so sick, sick of these lies, these plots. And but he's you're just not feeding her lies. Be- if you were so sick of them, you would just go admit everything to your brother. Yeah. And that's what she should have said was, Okay, Emery, I want to help you, but if you really are sick of this, let's just go to John together and let's – I'll go with you and, like, you yeah. can tell him. I'll support but you. But she's been gaslighted and mm-hmm. so she no longer knows, understands what's really the truth or the lie. See, in part, like, I don't know. I think that even gives her too much credit. Like, you're yeah. not – like, Maybe gaslit victims don't – I feel like they're victims. She's not – she's she's not a victim in this. Like, you are – you just have googly eyes for him and you're clearly willing to do whatever – I know I would need that fly to die. Anyhow, like I feel like that's just giving her too much credit, <laughs> like for being gaslit. Like, no, so you think you're that just, she's fully aware that I, she's being used, and that I don't know that she's fully aware that she's being used. Well, that's a good question. See, that's where I give her, and I guess I don't see it as giving her credit. Yeah, but I because she is still in the wrong, right? But. Emre is more in the wrong. He right. has fed her lies from yeah, the beginning. It's true. And, you know, she feels bad and she thinks all these different things because yeah. she doesn't truly understand right. what a horrible person Emre is. Right. And But I feel – here's what I feel like. When she went in the room and she saw that contract, I feel like that's when it should have clicked into place. But he told her about it beforehand. Yeah. 
He told her that he was in league with Eileen and that Eileen, quote, forced him to do it, that she basically manipulated him. So it's he's just lying to her. She doesn't know that that's not true. She doesn't know that they're still together. Well, maybe she does. I can't remember. She does. Yeah, I think because in in that conversation, he kind of tells her, like, I can't get rid of her until this is taken care of. Okay. And that's probably how he really gets her is because then she's probably thinking, oh, then you'll be free. Exactly. To be with me. Yeah. Like. Yeah. She, so she knows that they're, they have this contract together because he already told her that. But it was, again, lies. Just freaking Emery, I hate you. I know. I Layla, I hate you for thinking with your googly eyes instead of looking at the situation for from a practical perspective like because it's still like manipulated or not you still made the choice to do that and go against your own family yeah which is the crux of the situation right she is betraying her sister mm-hmm. just like john sorry just, just like, like emory is betraying mm-hmm. john so yeah i i really... and Sanem has told her yeah that emory is a bad character mm-hmm. and then he gave you the proof and you just chose to take it the way he painted it for you. Anyhow, yeah. I yeah. guess we can go on and on about that forever. Yeah. We Basically, hate it. I did write, I hate you, Layla, but I want that big fluffy cardigan you're wearing. Because it looks really comfy. <laughs> that pink fluffy cardigan. Anyhow. um, Let's see. Then Sanem shows up to John's. And at this point, Duran had stopped by already. Just said, like, you know, I knew you had a bad day. I brought dinner. So they mm-hmm. decided to eat dinner together. She spills wine on herself while they're talking. So goes Sanem, to change. Sanem shows up while Duren's changing, so she doesn't yeah. know Duren's there. She shows up to tell John everything. He says he, for whatever reason, actually lets her in the house. Yeah, which I thought was weird because I'm like, you have not been interested in anything she's had to say, right? But you let her in, and he's uh-huh. like, let's go to the garden. Yeah, and basically, is like, okay, what'd you come here to say? Right. She hands him the. Maybe it was because of the encounter that afternoon. Oh yeah, because true. she had told him. Fine, if you don't want to listen to me, then I'm not answering your question. Yeah. So she pulls out the blue folder that she kept the contract in, Mm -hmm. which again, I was like, that's on him. Why didn't you open it before you left your house to double check? To double check that it was in there. But anyhow, so she hands him the thing and says, this is basically what got me involved. I had no idea what was on it until I found it a few days ago. He opens it. It's empty. And he's like, are you trying to make fun of me? Which again, I'm like, do you think she would, all she's been trying to do now is tell you the truth. Do you think she would just continue to, like, I get At it. this point, he's expecting the worst from Sonia. Yeah, that's true. He is not, he doesn't think any of her intentions are good yeah. now. It's all ruined. But yet, you still don't want her sent out for the world. Oh, I know. He uh, wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, he's accusing her of, like, trying to fool him again, all this stuff. Duran then walks out in the middle of it. She's wearing the, the shirt. shirt. Which John didn't give it to her, I understand. She just Well, and they and... make that clear in the conversation. Yes. Even Duran says that because Sun M says, Good thing John Bay gave you his t shirt. And he's like, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And she says, I wore it. Basically, yeah. like, no, I just because grabbed I it. Because I spilled wine and my clothes are drying. Yeah. So But that doesn't matter because Sun M still freaks out about mm-hmm. the fact that Duran is there half clothed. Right. <laughs> Because the last time she was there, half uh-huh. clothed, it was because she had just declared her love for uh-huh. him. In so, the same shirt, too. Yes. So Sunem basically is like, well, clearly I interrupted. I'll see you later. And even tells John, like, don't bother walking me out. Yeah. Now, if you notice, when she walked in, she put a book on the counter. Mm-hmm. 
and then left it there yeah when she left so then a poor stressed out son m calls jj as she's like halfway she's like walking home and then she is halfway there and is just like freaking out on jj on the phone like can you come because Durant like basically just spills everything to him of what's going on yeah because she's freaking out she doesn't want to leave him and Duran there alone because she yeah. doesn't really know the premise of what they're doing there right and so she ends up dragging him back to john's with her probably the funniest moment of the episode because she like knocks on the door and then they start like batting each other yes. and hitting each other i like too that before they before they go to john's house he says you're causing me so much trouble (laughs) (laughs) but he still came because he's such a good friend he sure did and yes i love their smack fight with each other yes and he ends up hiding though they're so like i love their relationship because they're just like brother and sister they really are they're always smacking each Mm -hmm. other and the suspender scene later on (laughs) she's threatening and he's like don't do it don't do it it's gonna hurt yeah (laughs) I love and he it. Winds so up, she much. gets the secret out of him. Yes. So <laughs> she ends up with using the whole, oh, I left my phone here. Can I come uh-huh. look for it? Because she wants to go look for Duran. Well, because she loses the the push fight with JJ. Right. And ends up being the one in front of the door when John opens. Yes. Yeah, so now she's like, oh, uh, I left my phone. So he lets her come in to look for it. Uh huh. And of course she's like searching to see anywhere where Duran might be. Yeah. And, and she says, Oh, I guess I interrupted your romantic conversation. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh Duran left. Yeah. And then she realizes like, okay, it's gone. Oh, yeah. here's my phone. Okay, see it's you later. A miracle. Mm-hmm. Wow. Great. But it's funny because as she's leaving, I said John's annoyed with her antics, but also maybe a little bit not. Like, he kind of has a little bit of a look on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really a smile. Right. But he's not fully pissed no, either. No, he's not. So. Yeah. It's like, okay, John Bay, we see through you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, Sonam's frantically searching for the contract. Yes. And calls Ihan. <laughs> Excuse me. He, she calls Ihan, and then Osman obviously recalls the fact that he saw Layla with Emre. Right. He knows that it was Emre's contract, so he... He prob- kind of puts two and two together. He does, yeah. And then Layla comes in the room and is like, what's... Uh, this makes me so mad I'm like, this is so fake. You are not even being concerned I know. for her because you know exactly what she's looking for and yep. why and how important it is. Yep. And she's still defending Emre, blaming John for stuff to yeah. Son M it that whole scene makes me pissed well yes and layla tells her your love has made you blind and i put pot kettle and all that seriously yeah mm. yep yep and then so then we have poetry time yes which i will admit i spent way too much time yesterday doing re- i like paused for like an hour and was like researching this turkish poet jamal suria um i was trying to figure out what poems they were reading from like because each of them were reading excerpts from different poems they were different or it was the same one no they were different oh because how do you know that because i spent an hour googling <laughs> these the stinking poet oh, yesterday Kristen. ashley oh my gosh so they're there and i only found two of that there's more there's two that i found for sure that there's pieces from okay but there's more that they were searching because a lot of the quotes didn't match up in what the two poems were that i found okay I won't read the whole poems because it'll take too long. But I will tell you guys, look up Jamal Surya. Uh, the title of the book is Words of Love. That's the one that they were both mm-hmm. reading. But the poems that I found were part of what was being recited was Two Hearts. Another one was Wish I Loved You Only for This. And then there's another poem that's really good that I 
you guys should read. It's called I Love You From Afar. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that specific poem was so applicable to their situation right now. And there's English translations on Google and stuff. So if you just Google those, you'll find them. But they Hmm. were really, really good. Hmm. So interesting. We get to this part where he sits down and notices that she left the book for him because she put a C inside of it. Right. So he sits down and starts reading while – and she's also at home and starts reading. Mm-hmm. And he he's reading a poem and he says – it says, Do you know what I hear in your voice? There are words that you couldn't speak. There are tiny little things maybe. But at this hour of the day, they seem like monuments to me. Do you know what I hear in your voice? There are words that you couldn't speak. And then it pans over to Sun M and she's reading a poem that says, How I loved you. It is so very, very you. The pain that you, the pain you caused in me are singing like birds. Or the pain you caused is singing like birds. And then John's reading and it says, The shortest way between two people's hearts is leaning towards each other. And sometimes two arms that can only touch each other with their fingers. A moment, one that is a fountain of eternity. I wish I could have loved you just for this. And then Sonam, there was a flower there, somewhere around there. It bloomed like it was correcting our wrongs. We ordered, and then John's reading, we ordered two teas and one of them was weaker. I wish I could have loved you just for this. And then back to Sonam reading. I don't have anything left except the street, except this street flows right here. I wish I could have loved you just for this. And then, like I said, Google those other poems I titled because they're good. And yeah, and again, it's like, Aisha finding just the right mm-hmm. like things because these are poems that already exist it's not like she wrote these or had right. these done just for the show right and yet she found someone who wrote poetry she has a knack for finding stories and yeah. poetry and songs and that kind of a thing that are very applicable to their own storyline yes yeah I love it so anyhow so I like I said I spent way too much time researching that guy yesterday but I liked his poetry so you guys should look it up so then we get the next morning we get a nice babe walk from John uh-huh. going into the agency nice and early um, and then <laughs> I put and thus begins the turtleneck age because <laughs> Emery and Eileen are plotting oh, yeah. and this might be the first turtleneck we see him in yeah because maybe he's in not suits. Mm-hmm. yes I but this is definitely the first time I noticed, noticed it. it and basically for the next 20-ish episodes he's stuck in turtlenecks all the time constantly all the time yeah um but they figure out – they uh, Eileen decides that Fabri will be their way back into the company. Yes. She's, again, weaseling, like, well, we're going to get our in. And don't worry. I have a plan for Sanem, too. Like, Eileen's just got – she won't even tell him because he asks her nope. specifically. She just says, Fabri's our in. And that's that. Oh, before that, I just wanted to mention – normally I don't mention too many Mahalo scenes, but – I said, Mev Kube with her flowers is me with my house plant. <laughs> she like, I have so many. I have a lot of house plants, you guys. And when Mev Kube opens the window and she's like, my girls, you've bloomed. Your dad's going to be so happy. And like, she's just so excited that her flowers are blooming. That's like what I feel like anytime one of my house plants is like pushing a new leaf out or anything like that. Or like when my African violet actually blooms because they don't bloom all the time. And it bloomed for the first time this year. Yeah, since I've had it, and now it's been pushing out more and more flowers, and I get so excited because <laughs> they need, like, such specific conditions. I almost wonder if that's the um, flower that Sanem's referring to in, like, 21 or 22 when she makes that perfume for John. Because she's like, it only blooms in certain conditions. And, it only, and I'm like, I wonder if she's talking about an African violet because 
anyways, Maybe. it just made me think. But I was totally feeling Mev Cabay with her excitement for her flowers. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I wanted to rip my what did i say so because this begins oh yeah i i wrote i soon makes me want to pour acid in my ears Ugh. especially with that scream that she lets Gosh, out she's so when met, she's super screechy she sounds oh what is that like what, a what is that creature not a banshee it's like a pterodactyl <laughs> it's it's like a winged uh I I keep wanting to say it's a siren, but it's not a Mm -hmm. siren. It's like another mythical creature Uh that shrieks and makes an awful noise. A mythical (laughs) shrieking creature. But it's not a banshee. What is it? Um, But, oh, her screams and her screeches, they just absolutely are horrible. Oh, sorry, Zuzu. Are you looking it up? I was trying to look it up, but. Mythical screeching creature. Yeah. (laughs) I don't a know. A harpy? A harpy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a freaking harpy. Yeah. Oh yeah, half human, half bird. Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, and they 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 can kill you with their screams, I think. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically That sounds about right. Uh-huh. So yeah, thus begins the whole Mahale president thing because yeah uh uncle abdullah is dead right and fun fact okay so Kristen shared some of her um in turkish memes that she's made mm-hmm. i shared ones that you and i have made and then some that i found on twitter okay yeah okay i don't remember somebody on twitter i think originally started that mm-hmm. and in our group of friends we kind of took that and ran with it yeah the first one i think that anybody either made or found mm-hmm. was from this episode mm-hmm. and it was a a meme of uncle abdullah and it says dead in turkish <laughs> <laughs> so that one was was pretty funny that was like the original and i i think it we had already seen somebody else who had made them right but and just kind of took the like idea and ran with it from yeah. during the live watch of the episode yeah, yeah. somebody popped that in that's really to funny. our little chat and it that's was really funny, funny. so this is a, another like kind of back and forth i feel like we hop back and forth quite a lot yeah in we these do next few minutes um but basically, Fabri comes in, calms everyone down, because everybody, for some reason, keeps thinking that everything is off with Fabri. Right. They're all kind of freaking out, and they think they're not going to have jobs. And yeah. So Fabri calms everyone down and and suggests, oh. Why don't to, we have a party? Why don't we have a party to, to calm everybody and- down, to let them know that this is a good thing? And then he tries to get Sanem to come with him to do some work. Mm-hmm. And John's John, like, she's busy. Yeah. But it's like, again, why do you care, Jambe? Yeah. You say you don't, but you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when we find out that tomorrow is Sanam's birthday because right. they find out about the party and she acts, she tells JJ and JJ almost accidentally spills it. And she's like, please don't. I don't want the attention. Like, yeah. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, more Emery Layla manipulation yeah. I wrote. Yep. Because he takes Buying her to her lunch. Presents and he buys her a scarf. Buys her the scarf and I put, pardon me while I puke. Mm-hmm. Because seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on. Can you not even see why he brought you to lunch? Because he's like, oh, do you have the contract? And she's like, no, I don't have it on me, but I'll bring it to you tomorrow. So it's like, he only brought you out because he wants that piece of paper from yep. you. 
bosh and then yeah he gives her that gift and she's like oh emory this is emory bay it's such an expensive brand and blah 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 so then okay here is the thing how does eileen know that sun m's birthday is tomorrow that i i don't know if she over maybe she overheard was she ever in doesn't she show up in the no she doesn't show up in the agency yet the only reason that anybody knows is that she told jj jj is the only one that knows that it's her birthday Hmm. so that's i don't know if that would be considered a plot hole yeah or we just missed where where she made the connection right because yeah, i don't right. know how else because, on earth she could possibly yeah, know that tomorrow is her birthday because she doesn't she have calls, access to the to the files at fikri haruka yeah because she calls uh what's her Ghoulies. face Ghoulies and is like because she knows that she's gonna will stir it up and right. she'll tell everybody right which that part was smart like oh yeah so tomorrow is this thing and but it's also sunem's birth right she it, tells her she tells birthday. her that the party is for sunem and it's thrown by john and That's then right. jj overhears ghoulies on the phone because um ihan and osman know it's her birthday obviously because yes because they're her friends so they so, ihan calls jj and is like maybe we can try to get john to do something for her birthday to make yes. her feel better so she asks jj to make sure john figures out that, that tomorrow her is her birthday and JJ says he will, uh-huh. but then overhears the conversation that Gulise is having. So he thinks, oh, she, he already knew. He knows. Great. My job is done. I don't need yep. to tell him because he's the one throwing this party for her. Exactly. And then JJ winds up spilling it to Sanem because yes. he starts to like say stuff to her, not tell her, but she can just tell something's up. Like, what are you hiding, JJ? What mm-hmm. do you know? And that's when she yanks on his suspenders scene. and uh-huh. it's like, you better tell me. And he's like, oh, don't snap them. Don't snap them. It will hurt. Okay, okay, okay. And basically says, hey, this whole party is for you. John's throwing it. And it's funny because she's like, mm, no. Yeah, she doesn't believe him at first. There's no way. Like, Rightly so. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, no, no, I heard. It's this, it's that, blah, blah. And she's kind of like, oh, my gosh. Like, he's forgiving me. Because then she also finds out that um, when JJ was working on Mev Kibbe's presidential campaign for the mahale mm-hmm. john sees him yes. and is like this is okay let me give you some pointers and he yeah. basically starts helping yeah. mevkebe mm-hmm. which again why do you care about helping her parents I if know. you just don't like her i know and especially because he he doesn't even know if they were in on it or not because remember when he is like oh and did your parents know and all stuff oh, she says that's no a good point but he's like how can i even believe you right so it's kind of funny to me that i'm like okay part of you must know that they you know because you wouldn't be doing this for people who helped fool you right so but yeah so he basically takes over mev Kabe's campaign so yeah. then that along with this party she's like okay he's forgiving me he's like and then yeah. all this hope throughout the whole rest of the episode yeah. is so painful to watch because she's just so happy yeah and she thinks they're finally getting somewhere and yep it's really sad yeah and we also find out that fabri obviously has different uh, uh yeah, he as- wants, aspirations he wants more than just with her son because he's staring at her little employee photo yeah he has a file on her mm-hmm. apparently it's mm-hmm. got all this information which makes sense because how else could he possibly know where she lives and me yeah and i was kind of laughing because we have a moment because there's kind of a musical montage and we're flashing between scenes at this point right because john's looking at his well, picture of something that's Okay, so I was kind of laughing because we see Fabri looking at a picture of Sanem. And it's creepy. And it's creepy, but 
we see John looking at a picture of Sanem and, and it's, it's not sweet. creepy. But you know what's and what's funny too. And both of those pictures were, were take, not were not taken with her consent right. or given with her consent. Yeah, they weren't given. I was gonna say because the one Fabri has, obviously she knew it was taken. She's facing the camera, but he she doesn't know he has it. Right. The other one, John actually took without her even seeing. Yeah. And it's the only one like that because all the ones he burned are the ones he took that she they were when she was modeling the modeling yeah so she knew about them so it's funny like that's the only one he kept yeah because she's not posing it's her most genuine self i guess right just being her and so we get why that's the one he kept well and i think it's kind of symbolic because it was right at the beginning of their relationship Mm -hmm. and it i'm I think it could be symbolic of when he started to fall for her yeah. because he couldn't help but lift the camera and take that picture uh-huh. of her. And just be mesmerized by her. But I would just thought that was really funny. Oh, absolutely. Because that, that happens Again, later. Contact, context, context is everything. Because, yeah, even in the later episodes when Yeet has that picture oh. and you're oh, like. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. So gross, oh, right? I mean, he took it steps oh. further because it's on his no. bedroom wall. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that's you know what that's my other that's my other thing i want tied up because that was never revealed i yep again that's just giving me the ghiblies Uh uh-huh again context so no john looking at pictures of her is not creepy (laughs) it's very sweet it's very sweet and sad but with fabry does it it's creepy Uh so anyway (laughs) so moving on they both were looking at pictures of her yes oh i said and now we're back home back at sanem's home she's getting so excited and dancing with ihan and i wrote another gifable moment because they're just dancing and excited and celebrating and yes well you missed the sweetest birthday morning ever oh yeah yeah when 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 they all wish her happy birthday and they come in with the cake and i said i wish osman would come wish me a happy birthday i know because osman walks in with that walking in with the cake so cute (laughs) yeah i want yeah osman with food is adorable yeah like that picture i i'll take that anytime that picture i showed Uh you where he's barefoot in the kitchen holding a plate of waffles yep oh my gosh Uh, a man with food Yes, please. A man with food for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, you're right. That was an adorable birthday. It was very morning sweet. They're all just loving love her. on her. And it was kind of the, I don't know. I know that it's just hard for me to yeah. not let all of these scenes be tainted I this know. whole entire day because Sanem is walking to. She's just walking into a, a train wreck. Like, Yeah. It's just awful because she's like unknowingly walking to her death. Yeah. Well, and she, yeah. <laughs> I know that's dramatic, no, but you but know what true, I mean? Because she, she's just feeling lighter and she's just feeling, yeah. you know, it's like skipping to the gallows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she thinks, because she thinks John's throwing her the party. So she and I, Hunter, dancing around in her room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we already kind of covered John finding out about Mevkabe running for president and steps in to help. Yeah, so he which, helps with the campaign. Which then Sonam gets even more excited about. Because JJ tells her right. that, oh, guess, guess who's helping? John yes. Bay took over. And then that's when she kind of walks into the office uh, with Chai for John with yeah. all this knowledge. And it's just kind of being all lighthearted <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And he's kind of looking at her like, what is the deal? Like, And she's trying to play it off. I love and- – there, there are two – screenshots mm-hmm. from this episode that i constantly use and it's when her and uh ihan are dancing yes and she's got her arms, arms over up. her head oh, yeah, like I love she's all one. excited uh-huh. and then when she's in the office and she's like mm-hmm. 
Right, when he's, like, nothing, because she thinks he's, he's like, lying to, right. you know, cover up the surprise and, and all that. she's like, oh, uh-huh, sure. Okay, John Bay. Because she says, oh, you've taken over my mom's campaign. And he's like, yes, I did that for her. Yeah, and don't all, think anything of and it. And she's all, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that one. And then I said, okay, here's where I don't like Duran again, because she hides Sanem's birthday from John because yeah. one of the assistants or somebody walks in and it's like, hey, it's Sanem's birthday. Should we I order a cake? Forgot. Should we this? You know, because yes. we usually celebrate. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. I'll take care of it. Walks out. And then um, she's like, well, maybe John Bay will want to. And she's like, no. And then John walks in the office and says, maybe I would want to what? Yeah. And she's like, oh, nothing. We're just dealing nothing with this. Nothing important. Doesn't tell him. And it really, really bothers yeah. me. Yeah. So again, John is the only one who doesn't know that it's Sanem's birthday. Yep. And then, oh, Mefkabe wins. Yay, mm-hmm. hooray. Yep. And then it's it's such a tiny little scene. It doesn't even add to the plot. But I have to mention it because we love Akif when he comes in. and Well, and he comes with good news for the he company. He does because he's like, hey, there's a, you know, Compass, Compass Sports. Sports is looking for a new agency. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys need the business. So it is good in the sense of like it's going to help the agency. Yeah. Um, but that's really all it is. But right. I just love that we get a glimpse of It's just of him. setting something up for this potential client right. in the future. Yeah. So, but I and love that it's Akif because we yes. love Akif. So Sanem gets a mystery dress yes, from somebody that up. she doesn't know who it's from. And there's a beautiful dress in it for the party tonight. Yes. And Ihan's like, well, it must be from Jambay. Well, they both think it must be from Jambay. Well, initially if Sanem he's... is like, oh, what's this for? And then Ihan's the one that's like. But if he's the one throwing the party, obviously yeah. that would be the logical conclusion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then it's party time. And she's like so excited to be in the dress because she thinks he picked it out I know. for her. I know. And... All this stuff. So the snakes show up to the party. Because they're Fabri's guests. Yep. And then... Which Fabri makes clear when it looks like there's going to be drama. Like... Yeah. Well, because John comes in and he's pissed. Right. right. And he's like, Senior John, like, I invited them. They're my guests. Like, Emery was a part of the reason why I got these shares. So I just want, you know, blah, blah, blah. Kind of explains that away. And then... John in all his war medal glory. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Um, I said, enter Sanem in her new party dress. And I put, she makes a hideous dress work because she I does. hate this dress. I know. She looks so good in blue. I do like she her does. in that shade of blue. And she looks beautiful, but it's not with any help of the dress. Yeah, I don't love that dress. I, I think like I have, I, I personally take issues just for me. I don't like long sleeved dresses that are short like i don't that alone just bugs me see that doesn't bother me that and much the, it's the weird fluff coming from her shoulders right and i it just i don't like it at all yeah. i don't like it at all yeah so if you gave me well think of the blue dress in 22 like so much better one, it is but even that one i don't really like. don't love that one either no it, so to me it looks like a dress that a mom would wear to her daughter's wedding. Little mother of the bride dress. Yes. I guess you're not wrong. Like, it looks too old for her. Yeah. This one, I'm like, you you missed the mark, people, yeah. with this. I don't know what it is, but I'm also just kind of picky. Sure. So. Yeah, but no, no, you're right. I don't, I don't think anybody But the other blue one, dress. yeah. The other I'm blue like, one's better. That's but... like an evening gown for a mom. That's, yeah, I guess you're right. Huh? <laughs> it's just not, I'm so beautiful. She so it's is. Like she can, she make can this pull anything work. off. Exactly. Demet could wear a paper bag and she would look gorgeous. It's true. That's, that's really the point yes. here. <laughs> but regardless, it's supposed to be show-stopping. Yes. And so everybody stares at her. I said, cue John and everyone else staring at her uh-huh. walk in. He looks dumbstruck, though. Yeah. And now it's time for Fabri's smug smile because he's like, oh, she's wearing it. Uh-huh. And, and then he, like, Fabri kisses her And Fabri greets her, her first. Yep, steps in. And then he says, 
I'm so glad you wore the dress I sent. You look beautiful in it. And then the the understanding comes in her eyes. And John. And John's. But, yeah. Mm. And it's just I said John blow look- after blow after yes, this. Yes, after this, it's all, thank God, it's like the last five minutes. Because oh it's just gosh. nothing but terribleness. Because Ugh. I said she realizes the dress is from Fabri. You can see the confusion and understanding dawning on her face. Because she's yep. looking back and forth between John and Fabri like, oh crap i thought this was from john and not yep. only is it not from him it's from the worst possible person it could be from yep. for this situation at hand yep then john looks disgusted and pissed yes then it gets worse because fabry's like everybody attention attention uh-huh. it's beautiful son M's birthday today and then john realizes, and i organized this party uh-huh. for her yep and, and john didn't even know it was her birthday much less have time to organize anything uh-huh and then um Fabri asks her to dance. Oh no, the no, cake they comes bring out. the cake in and I put sad Sanem blows out the candles because you can see the pain in her eyes and he's and Fabri says, Make a wish and she's probably wishing we know exactly what she's oh, yeah. wishing you for. You know what she's wishing for. And as she's doing that, John starts to walk out. No, it's when Fabri asks, Will you give me this first? Will you give me the first dance? Oh, and then he and turns then around. John makes a face like, You've got to be flipping kidding me. And, and then out. he turns around and walks out. But then Sonam doesn't give him the dance. She's like, I'm sorry. She says sorry and then follows John. And then we have then, the worst five minutes ever. Do you have the screenshots of I her do. calling after him? Because that's what I just wrote. John chases, or Sonam chases John out. And then we have well, the screenshots. Well, we. We find out a little bit more for, before we see John and Sanem's conversation. Mm-hmm. We find out a little bit more about Fabri. Oh yeah, because Mina comes. Uh huh. And she's like, comes hmm. up and she says, "Wow, such a party, specially designed, valuable dress, and gestures I've never seen you do for any other woman until mm-hmm. this time." And she says, "Honey, I think you adore this girl even more than I thought, huh?" <laughs> and he says, "Let's just say that she's a woman I'd like to get to know better." Also, I have some other reasons, too. And Mina asks him what? And he says, don't worry about it. He says, this partnership with the agency, it won't make things hard for us hard for us financially at all. And she says, are you sure? He says, yes, I am. But Senior John, John Bay, he's going to pay for making me look like a fool at that party. So Yes, you hard. can tell he's been stewing since episode four. Five, four? Five, yeah, four, when they walk out. Yeah. So he's been stewing now for a couple months, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. And yep. about the fact that he stormed out with Sonem like that. But again, that was even kind of like, hmm, that's weird because it seemed to be cleared up by the fact that they were engaged and he was like apologetic and all. So that, But he obviously doesn't like looking bad in right. any context. Right. Because again, obviously it's not actually been forgiven. Right. He just tried to smooth it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he says, and Sanem, ah, beautiful Sanem, mm-hmm. one way or another, she'll accept and give her scent to me. And so Mina asks, so you're only after her scent then? And then Fabri says, for now, for uh-huh. now, everything has its own time, right? Yep. So this is my question of the week. Okay. Okay. And then I have because something to say. Because we're seeing a new side to Fabri mm-hmm. with this little conversation. Right. So, what do you think his intentions are with John, with the company, with Sanem? What is his end goal? I think, obviously, his end goal has to do with him getting getting Sanem. But also, what else? Obviously, he has plans. Right. So, what do you think his plans are? And so, that leads me to have to say, I guess I need to retract a statement I made 
however many episodes ago because I was like, I don't think Fabri was meant to be as bad as he mm. was. Because remember, this is Aisha's last episode. Yes. So starting next week for the next 20 some odd episodes, mm-hmm. these are all Osley and her team. Yeah. So there's a shift. Yeah. So I assumed Fabri being so awful right. was Osley's doing. Right. But it's not because we're kind of being set up for it right here. Yes. All the things that he's planning and all this stuff are coming out yeah. to us, the audience, uh-huh. as he's telling uh, Mina. So I have to retract that because I thought, I don't think Fabri was supposed to, I didn't think he was supposed to be as bad mm-hmm. as he was portrayed as he's going to be in the next several episodes. Right. But obviously I need to retract that now because this yeah. is still an Aisha written episode. So she clearly and the had. the truth is kind of already starting to come yeah. out. So he's clearly was a villain from the start. Yeah. Yep. So then we see Sun Emran after John. <laughs> Guys, and, this part is so. <laughs> and he won't stop. And she's just calling for him, running after him. Yeah. And she says, John, I can explain. And he says, you don't have to explain anything to me, son M. Okay? You can date Fabri, work with him. You can wear the dress he bought you. You can come to his party. I don't care. And she reaches out and grabs him. Yeah. John, I thought you through this party. And I wore this dress because I thought it was from you. And he says, enough, son M. I can't keep listening to you, okay? It's over. For me, you're not son M anymore. You're just a regular employee at my company. You are the, the other, other one. one. Oh, you that, know. it was like the, the lowest, lowest blow, blow of all. That was oh. even worse, I think. That feels worse than what he said about her offering Fabri things earlier Yeah, because in the he's never, ever, ever, ever called her the other no. one. And he knew how much entire it time. her. That they've known each other. Yeah. I mean, he hung the whole Son M thing on that uh, skeleton in the office so everyone would know. I know. So he knew exactly what a low blow that was going to be. But again, our girl. Well, and it finds its mark because mm-hmm. she says, fine, you won't see my face again. I quit. I'm also leaving your life forever. And that is the end of the episode. Then yeah. she walks away and John's you just see John's her. face. And it's like this it, mix of anger. See, I do see regret in his and, face, though, of like, I, right. like, I crap, pushed her I too far. Too far. Mm-hmm. I made a huge mistake. Yeah. And honestly, with this ending, it made me want that to be true. Like, yeah. I want her to leave. I want him to not see her again. Right. At least for a little while. Right. Like, they need time. Mm-hmm. I am both team john and i'm team son m right i just want them together but i feel like this could be a good step potentially for them to take some time apart right and and for him to realize she's not gonna just keep coming and begging for you to listen and for forgiveness like yeah like okay you you want to get what you too far you're getting what you asked for yep and let's see how you like it exactly Mm -hmm. yeah oh so horrible ending (laughs) but i was i mean like i said you you could definitely see it hurt her when he said that. But yeah. I love that, again, she doesn't just crumble or burst into tears. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, yeah. then see ya. Fine, I'm gone. if you're sick of me, then yeah. you won't see me again. Right. So I do appreciate that she still kind of stood strong in that, even though yeah. it clearly And that she her. walked away. Mm-hmm. She didn't just stand there as he was walking right. away. She walked away from him. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was a good ending in the sense of it's going to open up a whole new... It's just going to help put things in a different direction other than her constantly trying to make things right with him. Yes. We won't be going in circles and circles and circles right. with that whole situation. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. yeah, we already asked our question. Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I, I don't remember. I still don't remember what it was that I wanted to mention. So if it occurs to me, I'll mention it next <laughs> week. I know there was one more thing. I okay. just don't remember it. So, um, yeah, find us on social media. Basically just at Dizzy4DZ yep. is where you'll find us pretty much on everything. Facebook, Twitter, yep. Instagram. Email us, Dizzy4DZPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we will see you guys next week. And we'll see what happens as we open up the Osley era. That's right. It'll be interesting. <laughs> All right, guys. Host your call. Go to shoes. <laughs> <laughs>